Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Making of Smiling Company. I'm Ashley Hovez, and I have with me today my lovely guest of honor again, <laughs> Colin. Colin, I was waiting for you to. Oh, <laughs> I'm cool. enjoying myself. I'm just, I'm just around. Um. Yeah, that's not true, <laughs> Colin. <laughs> Colin is um she I mean you guys already see her everywhere I'm sure but Colin basically is leading everything that happens from a clinical perspective and um so she's the perfect person to be talking about what's actually getting done or not done at Smiling Co. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we like to start off our episodes with a um this or that and if you already listened to the LBD episode, I'm sorry, but um, we're going to start introducing this here to kick off um, just to break the ice. So, um, Colin, let's play this or that um, Netflix or Apple TV. Netflix. Running or bike. Running. Fall or summer. Fall. And movie or book. Movie. Movie. Yeah. I would say. Um, Apple TV, bike, fall, and also movie. I, man, um, so Valentine's Day, I know we're going to get into like the meat and potatoes since this is on the making of side, but I mean, Valentine's Day was just uh, yesterday and still one of my favorite things to do of all time is to stay in. Like, I, I don't know about you, but I, over the years, I think because life has just been busy with practices and um the kids that all I want to do now is not go anywhere and just curl up on the couch mm -hmm. and watch a movie are you the same way Colin or do you like love to go out no a thousand percent I would rather be at home pajamas on the sofa like with your tired. yeah going out it's a lot of work it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but you are going out. Where are you going tomorrow? We're um we're going to Bryce Fine. Adrian and I are gonna go see Bryce Fine uh in concert at just a cute little venue in Sacramento, um, standing room only, really. And I'm super excited. I like to go out for live music. Like that's my jam. I I can't even tell you the last time I was at a concert. Hudson with Hudson was that the last time shoot oh my gosh you're right how yeah. do you know that and not me <laughs> we took I, our yeah you have my job to know you 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 are so right um Colin runs my life um so Brian and I we took our oldest son so we're trying to make this a routine um, where if, when they turn 10 they're going to get a solo trip with mom and dad so our oldest is his name is Hudson. He turned 10. We brought him to Arizona because that just so happened to be the, the city where I was in for Spear or CE. And um, we took him to his first concert and it was NF. I'm like, dang, my first concert was Montel Jordan. <laughs> you guys have like a theme going on, it seems like. <laughs> what was your concert? What was your first concert? Oh, God, I think it was... Um... 
there was a radio station here in Sacramento back in the day that was basically like kind of alternative music and they held um, like multiple bands. And I couldn't even tell you, like, I want to say it was like Papa Roach, some like other kind of alternative rock bands that was at Arco Arena, which is where the Sacramento Kings used to play, like way back in the day. Um, doesn't even, that arena doesn't even exist anymore, right? They tore it down. They tore it down. Um, Um, funny, funny story that at the time, Brian and I did not think it was so funny. So I don't know if you remember the best of both worlds tour. It was Jay-Z and, um, R. Kelly. Do you remember they were doing? No, I don't. But I think that sounds like a good one. Okay, so I, I think this was this was definitely before all of the pedophile charges. Okay, so yeah, back sure. when he was just making amazing music. So Jay Z and R Kelly they had a world tour called Best of Both Worlds, and Brian and I we were, gosh, we were still at UC Davis. I think okay in the maybe 2004, 2004. I, gosh, that was early 2000s Early 2000s when yeah. Arco Arena still existed. So tell me why we were so excited for this concert. And we get to the place, we get to Arco Arena. And I like to arrive early, but I didn't think it was that early. And Brian and I are like, where's everybody? Where are all the cars? And we we stroll up and, you know, it's like there's still a parking attendant. And he basically looks at us and he's like, what are you guys doing here? And we're like, uh, we're here for the Jay-Z R. Kelly concert. And he's like, how did you not know that concert was canceled? <gasps> I was I mean, Brian and I look at each other. I'm like almost in tears. I'm like, we've been looking forward to this. I've never seen Jay-Z. And um, I just, I don't even remember what it was. I think it was when all of his like sex allegations were coming to life. Oh. <laughs> and they canceled. Maybe that's what it was. That's, I mean, but the early 2000s, like, yeah, we had cell phones, but social media wasn't really a thing. So unless you were like, what always checking your email for looking out for something like that like how would you know it was canceled apparently the entire world knew just brian and myself we were the only car there (laughs) you guys were busy studying in college so that's what it was no so that that just uh sorry for the tangent guys um but now that we're caught up with some personal stuff let's get into what's happening in our practices so um, I figured today, since we did like a broad overview last week of like where the offices stand with Delta, um, let's start with getting a little bit more tactical. So, um, let's see, let's start with morning huddle. You want to okay. talk about, okay. So morning huddle, I think we touched upon it where, um, for the beginning of when Roseville opened, our second office opened, we were trying to implement a virtual huddle between the two practices just so that our two offices can still communicate. Like, this is the schedule and this is how it 
things are going to happen. But with the tech issues and then not having the link and then microphones not working, it was eating up a lot of our morning time. And would you agree that that like our 15 minute huddle was now becoming a 20 minute huddle? Yeah, it was just taking up a lot of time, like you said, just getting connected um, in the first place. And I mean, we did it every morning, but there was always like some issue hearing or whatever. And I think it was good to know like what both offices were doing, but it was also a lot of really irrelevant stuff. Right. A lot of side conversations too that could have been handled like off camera. Mm-hmm. In, in that particular office. So after a few, a couple months of doing that, we realized, you know what, that this isn't, this isn't getting, this isn't productive. It's not a good yeah. way of just handling the day. So now we're doing a, just an in-person huddle. So Folsom meets on their own and Roseville also convenes on their own at, um, at 745 in the morning. and. Um, we have the schedule. So we print the appointment book the day before or Colin, is it getting printed the day before or just the morning of? Typically the day before, um, depending on kind of how the afternoon goes for the front office girls, um, they're trying to do it the day before. Yeah. Okay. So the day before it gets printed, we have clipboards and pens And we also are doing walkie checks and we'll talk about that next. But um, everybody is taking notes during the huddle. So um, I I noticed that before when we were doing our huddle, we obviously we have production goals, collection goals, all of those goals. And as soon as it gets relayed, what the number is, it kind of just disappears like nobody really understands or like follows the number I would say so now um, I'm having the team just take notes during the huddle um, where we're at now and where our goal is so that it makes it more real Um, and then the team is also they're also um, notating who is on the schedule in hygiene who has un scheduled treatment. Do you want to talk about that call? Yeah. So just again, the day before the front office girls are going through the schedule, um, like they normally do to just get the route slips going and whatnot and checking everyone's charts um, to make sure, you know, the right things are scheduled for the day x-rays or whatnot. And when they're going through, they're looking to see whoever has pending treatments that hasn't been scheduled yet, because those are the best opportunities to add production for your day. Like the patient's already in the chair. So we'll kind of map out, you know, so-and-so has two pending fills. You're not in the middle of a prep at that same time, doc. So let's see if they want to stay for a little bit of time. They're already here figure out like which assistant and whatnot and kind of how to spearhead that. And then you just have a game plan for the day um, of where you can add same day treatment. Yeah. It's been, it's been really helpful because we have, we have everybody circle who in, in hygiene has unscheduled treatment. So at a glance with their, with their schedule all printed, if anybody has a circle around their name, then 
hygiene, like you said, hygiene can easily tee it up like, hey, Mr. Jones, if we have time in our schedule today to get this done for you, would you like us to accommodate that for you? And then she can radio up to the team and they can get the finances in order and just get a game plan going so um, so that we're doing that in the beginning of the appointment so that um, everyone kind of has a heads up. So right. doing that. And then also anybody who has um, a balance on their family account, we have them write the dollar sign next to the name too. So so everybody knows to collect money. And um, one thing that you mentioned before, you mentioned the words route slip. Oh, yeah. Can you talk, can you talk about what a route slip is and, and what that looks like in our offices? Yeah. So each patient that has an appointment scheduled, each patient on the schedule gets um, a route slip, which basically has their name and information on it. It's got what they're scheduled for that day. It's got a place for you to write notes as far as whatever is seen during an exam, concerns, whatnot. And then at the end, um, it has all the information to do a pass off between the back to the front. So there's clear communication on what that patient had done for the day and what their next visit is. And there's no confusion of what they need to come back for. And then it also has the girls who, so the front office creates all these route slips and they go through and that's where they're doing the chart audits for what the patients are scheduled for. They also will write whatever is owed for that day. And if, like you said, they have a balance on their account already. So it'll write that day, that scheduled appointments copay. So in case like, you know, the hygienist is walking the patient up front, the front office gal is tied up on the phone with a new patient. It's super easy for the hygienist to sit there and say, okay, Mr. Jones, you owe $35 for the fluoride today. And they can collect it themselves instead of having to try to go into the chart, figure out what they owe, what's it for. It just really makes the communication side a lot easier. Yeah. Um, And the pass offs easier and just, yeah, again, the communication between everyone because there's so much going on all the time that the ball can easily get dropped. And I think, I mean, from my perspective, I think that was really happening when we had a lot of transition in our office, which is why there is a lot of AR and whatnot right now, um, because the communication wasn't great or things were just slipping through the cracks. So now we're trying to clean all that up. And so hopefully this will eliminate some of that moving forward. Yeah. Yes. And have you... Have you noticed that the route slips are all getting um, utilized to its fullest extent? I think so. Um, We created a new system. We used to keep them all in the back. And then it was kind of the assistant's job or the hygienist's job to grab it when they grab the patient. But now we're doing it where we keep them up front. When that patient checks in, um, the front office gals will attach it to a clipboard When the assistant goes up front to grab that patient, they're grabbing that patient's clipboard. So they have it with them really from like the moment they walk through that door, it follows the patient to the back and then it's brought back up front um, after the appointment. I would say, you know, occasionally things aren't perfect, but overall I would give the girls an A on it and it's getting, it's getting better. So we're really trying to, that's, I don't know if we're, 
where we're going to talk about this, but just kind of going back to the basics of yeah. things and not trying to overcomplicate it and just make it, this is the route slip. This is going to follow the patient. This is what the patient's scheduled for today. Confirm it all. Make sure it's done correctly. Bring the patient up with the route slip, right with the next visits for. Um, yeah. Like, I, um, I'm, I'm glad you're talking about the handoff or the pass off or the transfer of trust. I mean, you guys hear this all the time, but it is so important for the team to be able to communicate between front and back. But I think most importantly, it is our ability to let the patient know exactly why it's important for them to return, like why they need to come back for their crown or their PTs or what have you. So um, I know that especially with how busy things have gotten. And sometimes a patient walks up and they're kind of just dropped off um, with no clear direction to our admin team, or I like to call them, I think I'm going to steal this from Katie, Katie Toe. She calls them their business team. Okay. The business team has no idea what to do with this patient who's standing overlooking them. Yeah. Yeah. So so we've we've had we've certainly had our fair share of um, of not clear communication, yeah. and we told the business team like if you don't get the information that you need to ensure that Mr. Jones has his next appointment scheduled, stop them, stop whoever is is dropping off Mr. Jones, and say I need um, before you go like yeah. what is the next step. And um, so I'm glad that things are are going well because because Colin is basically keeping keeping um, like all the operations running in Folsom since like most of the time Judy is in Roseville. Yeah. Yeah. And um, to that point as well, it's just an accountability thing um, when we were really busy too, and not just, you know, back to front, um, but back office to back office team member, the communication wasn't always getting relayed properly and you're switching out an assistant or, you know, assistants going in to switch out the hygienist, whatever. And there's an accountability there of when that appointment's over for a patient, asking the doctor again, what's the next visit? Um, So that's been a big one as well, because it's all treatment planned and, you know, the doctor can say it real quick to the patient. But we're trying to do, like you mentioned, um, the patient hearing it multiple times. So it's the hygienist or the assistant's job to ask, okay, Dr. Ashley, you know, for Mr. Jones, you mentioned the next visits, the upper right, these teeth. How much time do you need for that appointment is one of the big things. When do you want to see him back for this visit? And then um, we always also make sure that their recare appointment is scheduled. So that is one of those things that has to get relayed to the front. And like you mentioned, it's accountability. So the assistant's keeping the doctor accountable or vice versa, the doctor keeping the assistant accountable. And then the business team keeping the back office accountable as well. And I mean, everyone just has to hold everyone accountable to it because at the end of the day, like chasing someone down for something is it's such it's so inefficient right right and I I think we have such a solid team in place and 
everybody just wants to do a good job and you, and yeah. you can feel that. And um, I, so in, in other ways of improving communication in our offices, we've also implemented, we, we've tried in the past, but now we're really doing it, the yeah. walkie talkies. So um, Colin, what does that look like for walkie talkies? So everyone has a earpiece. We were trying to figure out between the two locations, just having these walkies and people ringing back and forth, but that wasn't happening. So now no one has an assigned walkie. You just have your earpiece, one in Folsom, one in Roseville, stays there. Every morning during huddle, we're doing walkie checks. Um, So you just have your walkie on, you have your earpiece, you're doing a check, you know, can you hear me, whatnot between everyone. And that way, it's just an easier communication between everyone on in the office. So you're not having to get up from a patient to go ask a question. Yeah, which I mean, in Folsom, I'm still pretty known for just yelling in the hallways <laughs> for Colin usually to get me something. In Roseville, it is much harder to do that because our office is a lot bigger. Yeah. Um, yeah. So are are you seeing that the team is all keeping their walkies in? I would say we're all trying really hard right now. We're still, um, there's still just some bugs you're trying to work out or the walkies not connecting right, or it wasn't charging right. Little things, um, it happens, but I would say we're on the right track for that right now. What, what brand of walkies are we using? Because it's not a cheap brand. They're not. They're a couple hundred bucks each. We yeah. had done the cheaper ones in the past. When I yeah. first started at Smile Co., they were the cheaper, what, like um, Amazon, eBay versions. But those really didn't work very well. Um, they didn't last very long, from what I remember. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, which... I have it all. I have everything written down. You know this. We can link it though if we need to. Yeah. So if if you want to website and they have really great customer service too. And if something's not working, they send you a new one. I think it's called like Diamond, Black Diamond or Oh, yeah, you're so right. It is. It's is Black it? Diamond something. Okay. And and it's also just a brand that other industries are using like hotel chains and restaurants. Mm-hmm. So I figured if it's good enough for them with like hundreds of employees, it should be good for our small and mighty team. Totally. Um, and um, outside of the walkies, we also started a WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Like I had everybody download WhatsApp and now we have just a way to check in with each other. And um we didn't really have that before. I know that we were using a project management software called Basecamp. And in Basecamp, you have your, it's called Campfire. But honestly, having just a an app that is dedicated just to talking is so much easier than logging on to Basecamp. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't want it to just be like random text messages to the team because then those can feel intrusive I would say so now it's been really cool I to have the team just put in anything in there like shout outs and um this is what supplies we need or just a heads up about this patient so um I think it's 
nice too. Um, cause you know, text messages, like your that thread or whatever could be 20 down, depending on how many people you're messaging throughout the day. But here it's nice. It's just on the WhatsApp. There's different channels. There's like a general one for everybody in all the locations, basic stuff. There's one that's like more dedicated to Folsom. There's a Roseville one. Yumi and Judy have one that's separate. Yumi and Brian have one. Um, so it's just nice. Yeah, it's just an easier way to keep keep everything organized. Yeah, I like it. I love it. Mm-hmm. And okay, so moving on from communication, I mean, it's just one of those things that it um, you get into a groove and you're trying to figure out expenses and finances. And then what broke this week, college? Dear Lord, I don't think you even know all the things that have not been working properly for the last couple weeks. Um, you have um, you you and Judy have been very good at shielding me from a lot of the the stress yeah. you know it will cause me but yeah what what broke this week um well I'm gonna start with what broke before this week oh shoot um but yeah I really try not to involve you in that stuff unless it's like a high dollar amount um the pro wash for our 3d printer broke a few weeks ago and I just, I've been playing service tech. I want to say like half my days lately. Um, we had the internet went down. I think we might've talked about that last oh, week. The, storm, the internet went down right. from our storm and it was out for several days, which when 99% of our technology works off of Wi-Fi and things, trying to get everything reconnected was like a logistical nightmare. Um, I was like calling a line, trying to get certain iteros back on track. Let's see. This week, we actually had several patients coming to Folsom for this reason, because we only have one of these. It's the Pano CBCT machine, and it's only in Folsom. And we had patients scheduled there on Monday, and sure as shit, um, it wasn't working. Like. The connection from the machine to the computer wasn't working. I was getting all these error messages. I'm online reading the manuals, trying to figure it out. I'm like, okay, let's restart the computer. That's always like my first thing, right? Turn on, turn off, plug in, unplug. And then the computer um, fried. I'm not really sure what happened, but the hard drive for that specific computer just died on us. Um, so then I had the IT guy come out and tell us that we had to replace the computer and the hard drive, which was like, I don't know, over a grand just for that. And he, yeah, he, um, he called, we have a Serona pan, pano machine. And so he called Serona to figure out like what those air messages meant and basically we had to have someone from Patterson come out to recalibrate everything with the new computer. And for some reason, I don't know what was going wrong, but yeah, that hasn't been a cheap, a cheap repair. Um, the autoclave in Roseville, when I came, I stopped by on Tuesday, that wasn't working properly. So I had to... Well, it smelled like fire. Yeah. So I 
I, I, I knew what to do for that one because I've seen that problem in the past in other offices. But that was just another little thing. The 3D printer yesterday was having trouble. It's just one thing after another right now. But I'm super stubborn and I will not call like a service tech or like IT unless I really can't figure it out. It, I, um, I love that about you because you're saving <laughs> so much money. Um, because, I mean, you guys know anytime you call your rep for repair, it's yeah. like 200 bucks an hour. And sometimes I won't name names, but sometimes these reps will come and have full blown conversations with the team members. So the team member isn't working and the salesperson or the rep guy isn't working, but you're still getting billed for Mm -hmm. the amount of time they're in your office. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, guys, we need to um, ignore this person when they come. He just needs to work. Yeah. (laughs) I always really try to find like multiple things wrong too when they come out without like, <laughs> I don't know if I should admit this, without like scheduling them for that. But I'm like, I've got like a list and I'm like, okay, when they're here, ask them about this, ask them about that. Like, I want to make sure that everything is taken care of in one go because yeah, it's expensive to get them out there in the first place. It is so expensive. And, and yeah. Folsom is only six years old. And things are just, I mean, we've always kind of had a shit show of tech issues in general. And um, yeah, it's it's just not fun having to pay for all of this. Um, all the repairs. All the repairs. Um, just maintenance, really, on some of these things. Yeah. Speaking of maintenance, I mean, I definitely, I want Folsom to get a glow up. I mean, you walk around and you can see there's like, dings in the wall like our air filters they just need to get replaced um just a touch-up of paint I think. yeah um and I don't I hate the floors in the office yeah. it is so I I think this problem has been brought up in the group uh, multiple times like what are you guys seeing like these black lines on the chair on the on the floors because we have LVP and this was the first office that I built and LVP that looks like wood is awesome in theory, but all of the grains of the LVP are what is um, attracting all the grime. And like you have to get on your hands and knees with a toothbrush and really like clean out all of those. And and we knew that it was coming from the chairs. So Colin had Colin had ordered the what is it like the rollerblade wheels? Like the yeah, rollerblade wheels. wheels. I think for the was, assistant and doctor chairs. I think it was a little better, but I mean, it's it's still gross. It's just like you know, stuff gets dropped. Docs, you guys like to um, like your composite when you're expressing the first little bit, just throw it to the side. Um, you know, like just junk gets on there people track in mud and dirt and yeah um those floors are like a literal nightmare they're um they're really gross I hate them so much yeah yeah so <laughs> what was the one rule I had for you for the second location um does it have texture yeah the floors have to be textureless. like if you're building an office do not put that 
Don't do textured it. LVP on your floors. You will regret it. You will How many regret times it. have you asked me, should we just replace them? So I think every time you're there, you know. Every time I'm there, I'm just like looking around. I'm like, okay, that just is not cute. Um, but just trying to add it to the list. I always tell you that. <laughs> like it's, that's the least of your worries right now. <laughs> the least of the worries. Um, what else are we? Oh, um, other things that I just bought for Roseville because um, Folsom already has these, but I never had iPads for Roseville. So I just got um, a couple iPads and the, the goal with the iPad is, I mean, we, t- we take a lot of photography. Well, I take a lot of photography on my patients and then just streamlining what the, the system is from when the photo is taken to where it's going to get uploaded and how it's going to get uploaded. And we just started um, the wellness masterclass with Dr. Katie Toe, and we've had two sessions already. It's been amazing. And in her office, she has all of the patients, um, like every operatory is labeled. Um, I'm sorry, every iPad is labeled to whatever operatory it is um, assigned to, as well as a camera card, as well as a media adapter so that you can directly take the um, the card and put it straight into the iPad. So she also says that on the iPad, it's running on one centralized account so that if you take photos with one, you can now see it on all the different iPads. So I have that. I created an iCloud account that is running just all the patient photos and and then yesterday I set up Folsom's iPads to run on the same iCloud, iCloud account. And I also discovered that those iPads apparently are connected to my personal iCloud account. So yeah. I had no idea that any, any photo on my cell phone is viewable on the office iPad. That's like terrifying. <laughs> Right. I'm like, holy shit. How did I not, how did I never know this in six years? I mean, thankfully, I don't think anyone knew that. So you were well, saying, <laughs> yeah, got you now. Yeah. So, um, needless to say, I wiped those iPads. I had to do a full erase on all of that. Um, not that I take, um, crazy photos, but just that was, tens of thousands of photos going back uh, 2003, apparently, is when I started getting an iPhone or started to have an iPhone. So yeah, so honey, when you're listening to this, all of our photos that when we were first started, uh, starting the date, they were so cute. They were on the iPad. Yeah. Real cute, though. (laughs) Um, So so that's that's uh, in motion. Let's see what it looks like. I, I definitely need to do another like boot camp training on photographs in general. Yeah. Well, really- you you say that's set in motion, but it hasn't been trained to oh. anyone. It's set office. in motion. I just bought them and you're, put in the iCloud. Yeah, account. you're literally the only one that knows 
what exactly you're talking about right now. No. Um, yesterday, I I walked Andrea and... Um, okay. When you came to Roswell, you did that. Yeah. Um, ideally, I think at the next team meeting, which is in like two weeks, yeah. we'll do a whole training front, back, um, and really just do it all together because yeah. I don't know how this works. So... Well, uh, you shouldn't know how it works either because you're moving away from that stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> for, you'll point. come to me and ask me. <laughs> That's true. Uh, no, but it'll be good. It'll be good. And um, speaking of really good, um, Colin emailed me a back office checklist. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about what that was that you created or how long, how long did it take you to, to do that? Really? I mean, we have had a lot of check. We've had thousands, I would say of checklists um, for office since I've been there. And there's a lot of change that happens. There's a lot of different things that we're trying to implement a lot of the times and it makes it really difficult actually to get anything like truly implemented. Um, and especially with two offices now and the teams going back and forth and really our team is brand new, um, to our office. So I really wanted to not dumb things down, but go back to the basics. So I just took the real basic stuff and had it on this checklist. And I'm like, these are the things that just have to get done every day. And we're going to master these things. Like, I understand that there's a lot of things we could probably do different, especially now with two offices. But like at the moment, we just need to do the basics. And so the route slips, these checklists that we're starting with, I'm not even going to implement like all sorts of other checklists. It's just really basic stuff um, of literal, like just day-to-day operations that has to get done. And I really just want to like take everyone back to the basics because we kind of threw everyone to the wolves and no one had like a simple um, start onboarding. Is that the word I'm looking for? And we've tried to like change things a lot with the two offices, I think. And I'm kind of starting to realize that staff was working before we had two locations. So instead of trying to change it all for these two locations, just keep it back to what was working. And then as we go, we can kind of adjust as needed. Right. Right. And um, so one of the books that I'm reading is How to Buy Back Your Time by Dan Martell. I've talked about it on the pod, um, I think, before, but I'm rereading it because um, he talks a lot about playbooks having a playbook for everything that you do in your office. And, um, and when he says playbook, he doesn't just mean like, okay, like a written protocol, like a, like a checklist, but an actual, he's a big fan of having it in written, but also having it in video format. So um, we, I think in because we've had turnover and we had like a new set of team members, like all around the same time, it was, okay, let's just get them um, trained like ASAP. 
But if we had had like just videos from yeah. the beginning, we could have assigned to them like, hey, before your, your start date of February 19th, your assignment is to watch videos one through 20. This is how we do things in our office. So, um, so that is in the works. I say in the works a lot, but it will be in the works. Yeah. Um, just, uh, they already started recording some videos of just like a setup. And this is what we use for composite veneers, or this is how we do an office tour. And then my, after I get those um, videos or after the video gets recorded. And right now I think they're using either, either their own iPhone or now that we have iPads, they can use an iPad. And I'm also looking at just getting, instead of needing somebody to hold the iPad or the recorder, just getting a, a stand, like almost one of those like selfie stands, you can prop up whatever device you're using, hit record. And as soon as that task, that specific task is completed, we have a video on Dropbox that everybody has access to under training videos or Smile & Co playbook. Yeah. And, um, and then over time, we can start to compile those different libraries or compile those different video videos into a library and then I will have a video editor go in and um, or just an assistant in general go in and take the video and put it into um, like we were looking at trainual like it's an online manual where you can put all the written stuff your checklist and also embed the video itself into like one master playbook so i can't wait for that to all be done yeah i think that um yeah and just keeping it simple for everyone because at the end of the day yeah if you don't have like that simple foundation it doesn't really matter what else is happening right right so we are um i think this was a good episode of of what we're actually doing in our offices. And um, if you are doing anything similar or if you have tips and tricks on, on how to be more efficient or what's working really well in your offices or what's not working really well in your offices, um, we'd love to hear um, your thoughts and like bounce ideas off of each other because this is a community and we're all just trying to help each other. So um, message us and, um, and come to our retreat. Colin, where are we throwing our retreat this year? We are going to Avail, Colorado at the Four Seasons. Yeah. I actually just had a call yesterday with the AV guy from the um, Four Seasons. And he was like, oh, he's like, have you ever been to Avail in September? And I was like, no, I've never been to Avail at all. And he's like, September is my favorite time of year here. Oh, my God. It's so gorgeous. He's like, you're going to want to get outside and do fun things. I'm really he's like, yeah, have, he's like, have your mornings for learning, but he's like, don't sit indoors the entire time. And I was like, I'm like, you are, you're, you've got us pegged because that's exactly what we're planning on doing. Yes. Yes. I'm really, I'm so excited. You didn't even catch yeah. me up on that meeting. So thanks. I, yeah. <laughs> just having all the fun <laughs> conversations. No, I can't wait. Um, we were trying to get a site visit at some point um, together because obviously 
we expect a very high level of execution for everything that we're doing with the retreat. If you've attended Napa and Sonoma, you know that we are bougie AF. And um, I mean, that's why it's at the four seasons, but not just that, we also want to just see where we can hang out, like what restaurants we can, um, you know, dine at or, and even throwing a, um, what is it? Like a scavenger hunt? Yes around Vail. So I'm not going to divulge too much, but it's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, obviously very similar format, but we're implementing some different things this year that I'm super excited for. Yeah. And it's like in Vail. Who would have thought? We are so bougie and um, it's going to be international too. Yeah. Um, September 19th through the 21st. It's also a Thursday to Saturday program. So yes, in September, there's really no reason for you not to be there. We're going to give you a reason to not have a sucky September. Yeah. And and your significant others are invited, which is why everybody loves to come because it's a whole different, it's a whole different beast. And a whole level, different level of camaraderie and community. And you won't know until you experience it. So, yeah, we hope you experience it with us. We won an award. So, I mean. I mean, yeah. Touche, yeah. <laughs> Colin. Touche. <laughs> we won an award. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. Great. So, come to the retreat and um and hang out with us next week as we talk about what else we're doing in our offices and then we can give you more of an update about um how delta is going to yeah that just started yeah all right have a good weekend Bye. bye